Yes. Oh, my, 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 what an honor it is to be here tonight to share the word with you. And I want, again, I want to remind you if, you, if if you have not, as of yet, you can go to Psalms chapter 3, but if you have not marked Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9, man, please mark that. You've got to understand, because some of you guys are going to come to a place in your life where you're going to need to have that understanding. See, if you take that understanding of God's Word and then you begin to apply that understanding, you begin to have a knowledge of it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? See, it's one thing for me to understand that Jesus' name is above every name. It's another thing for me to apply it. So when I'm walking through life and I come to something that's bigger than I am, man, I understand who I am in Christ. Did you know that I am a son of the Most High God? Do you understand that some of you in this place go, well, I just don't know if I believe that, and that's not fair because we all go through stuff if that's the way you want to live stay in your spiritual trailer house I'm going to live in one of them big old places it's got all kinds of rooms in it do you understand with all kinds of acreage on it I want everything that God wants for me and if all you want is that little bitty thing stay there I ain't going to fight with you because I ain't got time but I'm going to walk in the identity that I have I am a son of the most high God and when I get into a bind you don't think I won't pull the Jesus card Jesus and I'll begin to walk because there's a authority that comes in that name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Mm. Psalms chapter 3. Oh my, my, my. That's good, ain't it? That's because it's true. Y'all know how cool it is to know whose son you are? You ever thought about that? I don't need Ancestry.com. I know whose I am. My DNA was changed. You understand when Jesus came into my life, that behold, all things become all things. You understand that? All things. My nature changed. See, this deal about, oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Don't be stupid. Quit saying that junk. No, you're not. The Bible says all things have become new. You're not just a sinner saved by grace. You are brand new. He saved you and changed you. Now you begin to walk with his nature because that's the old man is gone. Hello? Hey, brother, I just don't know if I believe that because I just, you know, sometimes I just, I just don't feel that way, really. Have you ever been in your mom and dad's house and you knew that you were raised better and you knew that the blood that was blowing through your veins, you knew that that man was your daddy and you knew that woman was your mama and you went out and did something stupid? You ever been there before? Does it change the fact that that DNA runs in your veins? Does it change the fact that they, you know that you were born to do more? Does it change? Listen to me. So many of you in this house have believed a lie that, you know what, some of you go, oh, I'm 60, I'm 70 years old. It don't matter. Yeah, if you're breathing oxygen, it matters. It matters. God has called you to more than what you're living God has called you to experience more than what you've been experiencing. God's called you to live up to your name and the DNA that is on the inside of you. God's called you to live up to your Ancestry.com realization that you are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Let's go and let's begin to live in that manner. 
instead of living in the manner of being defeated. Living in the manner. I mean, listen to me. Mm. I grew up in every beat down, run down trailer park that you could ever imagine. Listen to me. If you're in this place today and you live in a beat down, run down trailer park, I don't look at you with disdain. I'm not saying that I'm better than you. Listen to me. Be very careful. You understand. I lived in every one of them that you can imagine. Somebody was going to jail every weekend and sometimes during the week. It was not the place. It was not conducive to raise children. There were things that we would find in the trash that nobody should ever find. Things that we heard, but that's all that we could afford. But listen to me. Because I grew up there didn't mean that I was going to stay there. My mama kept telling me I believe in you and that you're destined for something more. I was not going to stay there. I wanted more for my kids. I wanted more for me. I wanted out. See sometimes we need to get to a place where we just say God I want out of where I have been. Woo! Because ain't it amazing what we can get used to. Hello? Ain't it amazing what we can get used to? Ain't it amazing that we can find ourselves and we can become satisfied? Listen to me. I understand how easy it would have been to say, oh, we got a brand new trailer. Now we're going to leave it in the trailer park, but it's brand new. It's not like them old ones. I didn't want another brand new trailer. I wanted something built on a foundation. I didn't want to stay in the trailer park. I wanted something more. Spiritually, I didn't want to just hear about God healing people. Spiritually, I didn't want to just hear about God forgiving me and making me different. I wanted to experience knowing Him. I didn't want to just hear about how God could take my past and wipe it away. But I wanted to experience how God could do it for me. I wanted to experience how looking Him in the eye and seeing what He sees. I wanted to experience what it felt like for my Father to look at me and say, In you, Ray, I am well pleased. But ain't it amazing how we can be so happy? Duke, isn't it amazing sometimes when they can pull up and then go, but don't worry. Listen to me, it's not just a single wide trailer. Listen to me, if you'll just be quiet and if you'll quit pushing and if you'll just stay and be content where you're at, listen, we got a brand new double wide trailer. It's gonna be, I mean, double the room for you, but you gotta be able to stay content and be right here. I mean, it's gonna be like brand new. It's gonna be better than anything you've ever had. Listen to me, what I'm gonna share with you about tonight, God doesn't just want you to have better than what you've ever had. God wants you to have what what he intended you to have. 
God didn't intend for me to live in mediocrity. God didn't call me to live in a place where I just got by. God didn't call me to live in a place where I was always just a sinner saved by grace. If that's the life you want to live, live in it, Margaret, but not me. I've been made new. I've been set free. I have been called his own. I will no longer walk in defeat. I will not walk in lack. I will not walk in shame because when you walk in shame, you're telling God, I am not new. I'm just the old one with just something over the top of me. D.A., God ain't never called you and I to be that old thing with just something new over the top of us just to try to keep the smell down. That ain't what God called you to. If you're in this place today, if you've struggled with addiction, if you've struggled with whatever your past is, it doesn't matter how many times you've been married. If you're beat down, listen to me, you don't have to stay there anymore. God can take you to a place where you aren't just with covering something up like somebody putting perfume on to cover up a stench. God says I'll make you brand new The stench is completely gone It's not there anymore Psalm chapter 3 Oh Lord how many are my foes and How many rise up against me Many are saying of me God will not deliver him Listen to me. There may be many people in your life that have said that you're too far gone. Everyone in this place, look at me. If you have a pulse and you're breathing air, you are not too far gone. If you have a pulse and you're breathing air, God has the ability and the desire to set you completely free of anything that you absolutely have got yourself into. It can even be your own fault. Did you know that God don't care if it's your own fault or somebody else's fault? He'll set you free if you You'll give him the, just the opportunity. Just give him the opportunity. Whew. Follow me now. Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. But listen to verse 3. This one gets real good. It says, but you are a shield around me, O Lord. How many of you would love to truly believe that God is that shield around you? Would y'all like that? I mean, I went and saw the new Avengers movie. Now, most of you in here, if, if, you're, if you're of an older age, you probably don't care anything about the Avengers movie. I ain't that old yet. I love the Avengers movie. And you know what? Man, the people were coming to attack them. And you know what happened? There was this dome, and you couldn't see it, but it was a protective layer, and they kept hitting it. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if we had one of those? And all of a sudden, I read the scripture, and I went, I got one of those. There's a shield around me. I'd be like, wonder twin powers activate form of I don't give a care. Cut out. Mm. But you are a shield around me, oh Lord. You bestow glory on me. Now we gotta stop here for just a second. Look at me. 
I read that, man, I've read this scripture over and over again. But I took it, I went, and I looked up in Webster's what it, glory. And you know what I found? It was beauty. Do you know how important it is that you that are sitting in this place... Whether you're zero to six months or nearly a hundred years old, do you know how important it is for you to grab a hold of this idea that it doesn't matter what you've done and what people have said about you, the reason you're beautiful is for what God has done to you, that He's the beauty in your life. He's the one that makes you precious. He's the one that makes you forgiven. He's the one that gives you hope. He's the one that gives you a future. He's everything that is beautiful about you. And if the world doesn't like what they see, Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. Do you understand? Because he's the glory in me. He's the glory in me. He's the beauty. When I met Dennis Aaron years ago, listen to me. When I met Dennis Aaron years ago at Equine Champions for Christ, never in my entire life have I had a time where I felt uglier and more broken. I thought, why am I here? Why would God have me here? Surely God wants to be done with me. A marriage that I'd been in for 20 years, all of a sudden it had come to an end and nothing I could do could stop it from coming to an end. Everyone around me that had known me, they quit seeing beauty and they began to see judgment. And all of a sudden I found Dennis Aaron and I sat down and I just talked to him at this camp and I said, before you get involved with me, you need to know what you're getting involved with I'm broken and he didn't see the brokenness but he saw my glory he saw the beauty that God had on me and if you're in this place today if you'll quit looking at your failure and begin to look at the beauty and the glory that God's called you he'll take you to a place you've never been Or you can stay looking at every one of your faults and failures because I'm certain that they're there. This is when it gets good and I'm almost done. It's 7.45. But you are a shield around me, O Lord, and you bestow glory on me. And you lift up my head. Come here, Carol. I want to use you for a second. He always tells me I can use him anytime I want, so I'm going to tonight. Just come here. I want to illustrate this to you. Carol, I want you just to drop your head for just a moment, if you would. Listen to me. I go through everywhere I go. Just keep your head down, Carol. I want you just... You just for a minute, I want you to illustrate. It's going to be hard for you because you know who you are, but I want you to illustrate that person that walks through life with their head down because there's so much shame because of where they've been. In this place tonight, he may be symbolizing someone in this place that's an addict. He may be tonight with his head down in shame. Maybe he's symbolizing you because you absolutely, you're on your third marriage and everyone around you looks at you with contempt and shame and you've, you've said you don't care, but you care so much. 
and you drop your head in shame. Maybe tonight you've been and you're looking at Carol as he's here and his head's down in shame and you're thinking, man, that was me because I went bankrupt five years ago and everyone around me, it seems like I always hear them talking about it and you keep your head in shame. Or you're here and maybe one of your children went off and absolutely you've got your head in shame like Carol has his head hung now because everywhere you go you hear people talking because your son or your daughter, it seems like they've done everything that they can to break your heart and to bring shame to you and so your head's hung in shame. But now catch this picture. He said he was my glory, he was my beauty. But then he said that he was the lifter of my head. Now check this out. You know why we, Carol would keep his head in shame? You know why I would keep my head down in shame? When you see somebody and you don't want to talk to them because you're ashamed of it. Listen to me. You ladies that are in this place, I know Carol, just keep your head down. Listen to me. You ladies that are here, have you ever went out and you've been in public and absolutely you didn't intend to see anybody so you had no makeup on, you weren't fixed up, everything about you, I mean, you absolutely looked a mess. I mean, you absolutely, you, nobody should see you that way. Have you ever been in public that way? And all the sudden somebody shows up that you know and you immediately drop your head and you pretend I la 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 didn't see you as Carol stands with his head listen to me this is far more than a man standing just with his head looking down because I see myself in him See, when his head's down, what he's saying is, is Ray, surely you can't see beauty in me. When his head's down, he's saying, I can't look you in the eye because I have so much guilt. Listen to me. The enemy today would love nothing more than to keep you living a life oppressed by guilt. God never brought guilt to you. Do you understand me? God's called you to be free. He said he was the glory, and then watch this. He said he looked, and he raises my head, and he looks at me right in the eyes, and he said everything that you've said you were, you're probably right. But if you'll look at me, I want to show you a reflection of what I believe in. And if you'll see on the inside of me, you'll see what I've called you to be. Don't you ever hold your head in shame. You walk in authority that you are my son. And I am well, well pleased with you. Don't you ever hang that head in shame. Amen. Thank you, Carol. Do you see see what God is trying to tell you in this place? Are you catching this in this place tonight? Because I'm so tired of going to churches and hearing people tell me, I just, I wish I could get over the hump, but I can't. I can't forgive myself for what happened 30 years ago. Quit! When I met Dennis, I'm telling every one of you in this place something that is not easy for me to talk about. I'd have probably felt a whole lot more comfortable if Dennis would have looked at me and said, Man, Ray, I think that's why God sent me here to this camp. Man, why don't you go home? Because you're too broken. 
And I'll tend to this, Ray, because you don't need to be here right now because, look, you're broken. Thank God for men like Dennis Aaron who had the courage to look at someone that was broken. But someone that God wanted to use. See, in this place tonight, see, instead of, mm, instead of beating on me, instead of Dennis telling me everything I'd already told myself, how could you be so stupid, Ray? How could you be a failure? You said you would never be that way. Your mama was divorced and all these things happened and you swore you would never let that happen to your kids. How dumb can you be, Ray Perryman? He never said that. He just loved me. He just loved me and he showed me somebody that had glory. And he began to talk to me about how beautiful I was spiritually. And he also began to just absolutely grab a hold of me. And instead of turning his head from me and running from me, he mammied up to me. And he said, I'm not ashamed to be seen with you. I'm going to help raise your head. Get your head up. Get your head up. We got something to do. Listen to me in this place today. God wants to use you, but you'll never do it walking around with your head in shame. Walk around and let God begin to finish what he started in you. Bow your head, close your eyes, I'm done. Thank you, Lord. If you're born again, just be praying with you right now. Just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. I'm going to have you out in plenty of time, but listen to me. There's some of you in this place today. I just feel such overwhelming hurt. And I cannot explain it. I don't know how to describe it. But on the inside of me tonight, I do. I feel an overwhelming amount of shame that some of you carry in this place. And it is so hard. Every day of your life, pretending that everything's okay, but on the inside, you're walking in shame. Oh, do I know how that feels. Oh, but I know the value. I know the value of hearing God call me and me answering Him. I know the value of hearing what God thinks of me instead of what everyone else says I should think of myself, including what I'd already judged myself as. He was my glory. He's my beauty. He was the lifter of my head. 
If you're in this place tonight and you go, Ray, I'm struggling. I am struggling, Ray, with shame. Look, I'm going to cut right to it because I know what the Holy Spirit bumped me. I'm not going to ask you to do anything else, but I just want to see your hands. When I count to three, if that's you, say, Ray, I'm struggling with shame. I just want them up high. One, two, three. Get them up. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hold them up. Mean it if you mean it. See, until you own it, you can't give it away. Own it today. Yes, 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 yes. They're everywhere. Now put your hands down. Listen to me. I want to speak to those of you that raised your hands. Please hear me. If you're, if you're in this place, please be praying. Because those that raised their hands, I will never forget being in their place. You want to know what misery is? It's knowing what is right. But knowing that you have fallen so short. And you're harder on yourself than anyone else could ever be. And you live with shame every day. You want to know what real misery is? Be ashamed of yourself. Hate what you see looking back at you in the mirror. That's real misery. Some of you that raised your hands tonight, that's you. Matter of fact, you're sitting right there. You're going, dude, how do you know that? It's because I lived it. I used to even find comfort in somebody that would agree with me. Somebody that would agree with me and have something ugly to say about me. I found comfort in it because I just felt like that's what I deserved. It was so hard for me to receive that grace and that mercy and that forgiveness. But that's what Jesus came for. Oh, when Jesus left heaven, he didn't leave heaven for a bunch of perfect people. He left heaven for a bunch of people that he needed to be their glory and the lifter of their heads. Now, if you're in this place tonight and you say, Ray, I don't know if I've ever truly accepted Jesus. And Ray, I'm empty. I'm broken. But I want to receive that gift. I want to receive Jesus Christ on the inside. If that's you, when I count to three, I want you to do me a favor. Just simply raise your hand. I promise I ain't going to embarrass you. But this is your night. If it's you, when I count to three, you get your hand up high. One, two, three. Just raise it up. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yes, up in the balcony. Anywhere else. Yes. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. Anywhere else. Go on once. Go on twice. Go on. Now, would you stand to your feet all across this place? The first thing that I want to do tonight, and I'm going to be expeditious about this. 
I want to pray with those of you who said, Ray, I don't know if I've ever truly accepted Christ. The rest of you in this house that, that, that already know that you've accepted him, would you pray this prayer out loud with us? Those of you that raised your hand, listen to me. All you got to do is mean it. Mean it. Matter of fact, the Lord saw it when you raised your hand. He already saw your heart, if you want to know the truth. But would you all pray this prayer with me out loud? Everybody in this place, repeat with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I confess I'm a sinner. And I ask you, Lord, to please wash me and cleanse me with your blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary. Today, Lord, I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. Amen. Now. I'm going to pray. And I'm going to put it to you like God just put it to me. Those of you that know me and Pastor Dennis, we're very careful if we ever say the Lord said to us. Okay? Always. This is what the Lord, this way the Lord put it to me. Lord, tell me, say, Ray, you're going to pray for them. You're not going to make a full call. But you're going to tell them that if there's someone in this place... and you're tired of living in shame and you need someone that'll grab a hold of you and look you in the eye and stand with you and pray for you that they can leave their seats. Now listen to me, I'm going to pray. That could be me or Pastor Dennis or anybody. If you leave your seat and come here as I'm praying for you, you don't have to. You understand me? You don't have to. But the Lord just bumped me. And there's a guy. Man, for whatever reason, Holy Spirit's bumped me. There's a man. And you've lived your life for a really long time. Long time. How in the world you've got as old as you are with your head hanging as low as it has and you had not even been seeing where you're going because your head's been down so long. God wants to be your glory again. So I'm going to pray. And if you come, I promise you somebody will come pray with you. So would you just bow your heads? Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, across this place tonight, the broken, the wounded, the people that have been in captivity to their own way of thinking, to what the enemy has lied to them about. Father, tonight, I pray for freedom. I pray for those in this place tonight that have walked with their head hanging down. That tonight for the first time in forever, that Father, they would elevate their head. That Father, for the first time tonight, they would not say no, but they would say, yes, I'm worth it. So Father, in Jesus' name, I believe they're worth it. I believe they're worth it. I believe they're worth it in this place tonight. I believe the young man that his daddy said he would never amount to nothing that's in this place tonight. And he did everything to prove him right. That tonight is the beginning where God can take and elevate him. And everything that's been spoken over him would be a lie. He'll change tonight. Oh, listen to me, young man. You're in this house tonight. I don't know your story, but I know a portion of it. You've been told you'll never amount to anything and you've done your dead level best to prove everybody right. You just an outlaw. Who? Every head bowed and every eye closed. Listen to me. I'm going to do something I don't typically do. But if that's you, because the Holy Spirit bumped me, young man, mm, 
God's called you out tonight. Quit running. If that's you, I'm going to ask you one time. If, you, if that's you, young man, I want you to lift your hand and say, yes, sir, it's me. I was told I'd never amount to, yes, sir. There's one. Is there anybody else? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is there anybody else? Listen to me. I'm going to do something that's way out of category. Pastor Dennis, I want you to come. Those three men, I want you to come. Come right here. Come right here. I'm going to pray with you. Listen to me. Come on. I saw you. Come on. What do you care? Come on. What do you care? Come. Come. I'm going to pray with you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. Mm. Listen to me. Specifically, it's what the Lord said to me. Your dad told you you didn't have a whole lot of value. I don't know which one of you that is. Could be all three of you, but one of you. Your dad said you're sorry and no account. You'll never amount to anything essentially. I know a little bit about that because my dad thought so little of me he left before I was ever born. But I can't imagine having a dad that was there all of a sudden one day and look at me and say, you're I just give up on you. You boys look at me. And I don't use boys derogatorily because listen to me. God's going to make you giant men. God is not giving up on you. I, I don't care what you've done. I know what Jesus did. Listen to me. It's, man, God's calling you out today. Now listen to me. You can leave here and you can go back to living the way you wanted to. Man, you, you're a big boy with hair all over your legs. You can do whatever you want to. But God has called you to something different. You are more than what your daddy said. You are valuable. You are valuable. So won't you stretch your hands out and let's pray for them. Father, in Jesus' name, I bind the enemy. The enemy has come too long and he's tried to steal. He's tried to destroy. He's taken years. He's taken relationships, Father. He's put memories, Father, that absolutely never, no one should have to live with some of the memories these men have. But today, I thank you that they will see you as their glory. They will see you as their beauty. They will see you as the lifter of their head. No longer will they walk in shame. They will not live a life compared to what they've been spoken over. But they'll live a life over what Jesus came to a cross and died over. Father, I thank you today for freedom within them. For freedom. Freedom today. Jesus name Amen Now look at me Look at me I don't know a whole lot about this place Except this I can promise you that man If you're broken And you truly want what You want to see God do something in you 
He'll make time for you. Now you come and you just want to run around in circles, go find somebody else. And there's, there's lots of people that want to have a dog chasing after their car. That ain't this kind of place. But if you want to be free, I know that man. Come get mammied up. Let him help you understand what God has for you, all right? Now look, we love you. And thank you for having the courage. It took a lot of courage to come, amen? Y'all put your hands together for him. Come on.